Here we go. It says this. Thus says the Lord, verse 16, who makes a way in the sea and a path through the mighty waters, who brings forth the chariot and horse, the army and the power. Watch this. They shall lie down together. They shall not rise. They are extinguished. They are quenched like a wick. Now, I'm going to read this and I'm going to preach it at the same time, if that's all right, Baltimore. You see where it says he makes a way in the sea? This is a reference to when God parted the Red Sea with Moses and the Egyptian army was chasing them down. And God said, every chariot, every horse, they will be vanquished. Here's what God is saying here, that there is no weapon that the enemy will form against your life that God will not defeat. He is fighting on your behalf. How many people, you'd be honest enough to say, I've been through a storm, I've been through a battle, I've been through a difficulty. Well, understand you're not fighting by yourself. And if God be with me, I feel like Mr. T anointing, pity the fool. That'd be against, verse 18 says this. It says, do not remember. Somebody say, don't remember. Don't remember the former things, nor consider the things of old. Behold, I will do a new thing. Now it shall spring forth. Shall you not know it? It says, and even make a road in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. I got to preach this again. Here's what God is saying. He's saying what I'm getting ready to do in your life is going to be so mind-blowing. You are going to forget all the pain that you just came through. The breakthrough, that's how God works. If we understood that breakthrough only came on the other side of crushing, we would say, you keep that breakthrough, I want no part of that. But if we understood that when I get to the other side of this difficult season, what God has for me, I'm going to look back and say, you know, I wouldn't wish that on my worst enemy, but it was worth it based on what God is doing in my life. In verse 20, it says this, the beast of the field will honor me, the jackals and the ostriches, because I give waters in the wilderness and rivers in the deserts. To watch this, he said, here's why, to give drink to my people, my chosen. This people I have formed for myself. They shall declare my praise. God says, here's why I've allowed you to go through that season of pain that you can see a major breakthrough on the other side. It's not just about you. It's so that your cousin and your brother, and your sister, and your parent, and your coworker that's watching your life, and they see how you're living, and they see how you're progressing. They say, something doesn't add up. Can you explain this to me? And that is your opportunity to say, had it not been for the Lord, all that you see. How many people know left to yourself you would have lost your mind at this point after all that you've been through? But by the grace and mercy of God, some of you are like, I did lose my mind. I got it back, though. I got it back. I found it. I found it, and I'm doing it. I'm doing well. Father God, we're grateful. We're thankful for this opportunity, God, to come into your presence, an atmosphere of miracles. God, we pray in this moment that you would speak to us. God, that you would transform our lives. God, I speak breakthrough over every single person under the sound of my voice. In the matchless name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen and amen. We are uh, kicking off a brand new series today called Crossover. Somebody say crossover. They actually have a, a, uh, a basketball for me 
And uh, they, they, they try to convince me not to do this because they said, Pastor, two weeks ago, you talked about your lack of basketball skills and uh, we're really concerned about you bouncing a ball. But that was freshman year of high school. It's a new season, y'all. And I can take any one of y'all. Just let me know who wants it. You can catch it just like that last guy did. Yeah, that was a complete lie. I can't hoop much at all. <laughs> but we're in this series called Crossover. Any, any spirit-filled people? You just love God's presence. Uh, okay, that was a little risky. Uh, Baltimore, I'm trusting that all the spirit-filled people are at that campus. Let, let's try something the Holy Spirit would understand. Any LeBron James fan? LeBron James fan. They see there, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a, a rebellious spirit on this side. Uh, uh, he is the goat. He is the goat. He is the greatest of at least our time, at least of this weekend. Okay, calm down, people. <laughs> But if you're a basketball fan, you're familiar with a crossover. A crossover is simply a dribble move where a basketball player is going in one direction and then they, somebody say crossover. They cross over. The whole idea is to throw your opponent off, to get them moving their weight in one direction and then I can't do it but cross over to the other direction. Why? So I can be open for a shot or to drive. The best crossovers are when your opponent falls. Now, I can't make an opponent fall, but that's when it really gets good. And then you're supposed to stare at them for a half a second and then shoot. But here's the problem. If they fall but you miss, it's a waste of crossover. So you got to drain the shot. Here's the whole thought behind this message in this series. God has been crossing over the enemy long before basketball was ever invented. Throughout scripture and throughout history, God has had history heading in one direction and everybody thinks they know what's going on. And next thing you know, there's a suddenly moment and everything starts moving in the opposite direction. It was a crossover when Joseph was sitting in prison for a life sentence. And the very next day, he was second in command in Egypt. Nobody saw it coming. Nobody could have even predicted it. But God had it set up the entire time. I believe the ultimate crossover in scripture was when Jesus was hanging on the cross. You know, there's so many perspectives to look at one passage from. Look at it from the perspective of the enemy. Could you imagine how excited Satan was that he had killed Jesus? Like this was the ultimate win for the kingdom of darkness. Here it is, heaven sent their best warrior their most valuable possession, and we have them tacked up on a cross, naked in the shame. Yeah. He's dead. Not knowing the whole time he was playing into God's head. I love y'all gotta understand how ignorant my God is. He said, nobody took my life, I laid it down. He said, you couldn't kill me if you tried. Only reason I'm dying is because it was all in my plan. And what had looked like the greatest victory the enemy had ever had was actually the greatest setup because God said, through my blood and through my death, there is not one person whose sin can be held against them. We can now be washed by the blood of Jesus. And he said, by the way, I'm going to go to hell and grab the keys of hell, death, and the grave away from the enemy. All authority has been given to me because of one thing that the enemy did not see coming. Hear me, Destiny Church, and I'm going to tell you an announcement in a second, but can I appreciate you for one half a second? God wants to do a crossover in your life where things look like they're not working out. 
This may be the most painful season you've ever experienced, and I'll just be a little transparent. These last four months leading up to what God is doing in the church right now have been the most painful four months I have had in 10 years of ministry, health crisis and chaos and all that other good stuff, but I'm mature enough in my faith to understand that if it's this painful, it must be a setup, and God is getting ready to do something supernatural. In Romans chapter 8, verse 28, it says this, all that we know that all things work together for the good of those who love God to those who are called according to his purpose. So if you lost your job, don't get depressed. It's a setup. If there's a painful relationship in your life, don't get bitter. It's a setup. If you feel like you're in a hamster wheel, life has just plateaued, and you're not seeing the progress that you're believing God for, don't get depressed. It's a setup. We read God's word. I'm not going to talk about you. I'm going to talk about me. I'm going to get it away. I, I, I love God's word. I just don't like living God's word. Pastor, we confused because you the pastor, so you got to live that thing. I'm going to throw myself under the bus, and y'all climb under it with me, right? The Bible says we live by faith, not by faith. I don't know about you, but for me, when life don't look right, I start freaking out. I live by sight. (laughs) Things don't look good. I'm on my phone. Who got the connect? Who got the hookup? How do I? And God says, don't you understand? If it looks wrong, you're right where you need to be. Because anything that is God doesn't make sense to the naked eye until it's already done. And I just want to pour some faith in you right now. You're on the verge of the greatest setup God has ever done in your life. Throughout the history of Destiny Church, there's been so many supernatural suddenly, so many crossovers starting in 2011 when my dad crossed over and made me the senior pastor with the board of trustees at that time. Who would do that? A 23-year-old single kid who had never been to cemetery, I mean seminary, and said, hey, let's let this guy lead the church. That's a, the, the enemy didn't see that one coming. Two years later, we launched our first location in Laurel, and then two years after that, we brought the two locations together here in Columbia. And then two years after that, after standing up in front of the church saying, hey, we need a million dollars to be able to have a permanent location within four weeks, a church called us up and said, hey, we have a building that we've invested a million dollars in, and we're ready to walk away from it. Do you want it? Yeah. (laughs) We'll take it. To last year, launching our Baltimore County location with 887 people walking through the day, through the door, day one. And I can give you a number of times that God has just done a supernatural crossover in the history of this church. But I'll be honest with you, none as big and as earth-shaking as what he's done today. So without any more delay. All right, a little bit more delay. I'm not going to mess. <laughs> Without any more delay, check out what God's doing. The question has always been asked, what happens when the unstoppable force meets the immovable object? This question is flawed because the two belong to the same unshakable kingdom. When they meet, it's not to compete, it's to unify. You and I is how we survive. You and I carrying the legacy of great fathers who now cheer from the stands. You and I stand on uniting people with their purpose. Our purpose is to hold on to the victory. 
We defeat the enemy by the blood of the Lamb and the word of our testimony. This unification is holy matrimony. Till death do us part. And since death has been defeated by the one who is seated at the right hand of the goat, greatest of all time, I vow to stand in the paint with you. I'm with you. Shooting in the gym. I'm throwing up alley YouTube, dunking on the enemy and hanging on the rim. It's a public spectacle. I vow to put the cross over distractions. I'm picking up your burdens and we can keep it rolling. I'm standing on the sidelines, ten toes down with you. We step on the court, it's showtime. Whether it's bird versus match, Mambo versus truth, or King James versus everybody. These verses we preaching is for everybody. It's all love for whoever believes. So dynamic when they see us. All they can say is church. We got the perfect starters. Destiny, I-5 led by the big three. So church, your destiny is in this city. Do you hear us calling you? The harvest is plenty, but the workers are few. We got follow through. Goodness and mercy shall follow you. So follow us as we pass the rock to the next generation and preach the gospel and be the church. Because of an unstoppable spirit and immovable faith, we are unshakable. We are a legacy. We are union church. doing i don't know <laughs> i think we're changing the world i i think well changing the world feels like oh my gosh jesus help this yeah is, this is changing the world all the way good i'm excited i'm pumped absolutely this has been 10 years in the making ten almost years. 10 years if not more wow which i would have never seen this coming yeah and it's amazing how god just sets things up but yeah. what's happening man what are we doing well, I think we're expanding the kingdom of God. Yep. Like, I think as we look at um, what God's doing in our city, what God's doing in the state of Maryland, uh, two churches, yeah. right, 20 minutes apart, and we just decided to lay down any personal agenda, any church agenda, mm-hmm. and pick up the kingdom agenda, and I think we're like going to become one church or something <laughs> like that. Is that crazy? <laughs> I, hearing you say that yeah. is like crazy. Oh, my gosh. This is, this is mind-blowing. This is mind-blowing. But Destiny Church, I-5 City Church, yeah. on April 4th, April 4th, will be one, one church, church, Union, Union, Church, Union. Ah. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Guess what? What? It's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. It's, it's going to be a ride. It's going to be a, it's going to be a ride. I know we're playing this in church. I, I yeah. can't wait to see the faces of the church right now. Oh my goodness. Because people are just like, so what's going to happen? Yeah. Like. 25% of them will be like, I saw this right. coming. The yeah, Lord told me in my prayer. The yeah. Lord didn't tell y'all nothing. Y'all didn't see none of this coming. Right. And then the other y'all like, okay, stop joking. What's really happening? Give me the details and yeah. all that other good stuff. But this is it's unbelievable. It's exciting. It's nerve-wracking. And it's just pregnant with potential. Absolutely. As they would say. That's a Bishop Jake's phrase. That is a Bishop Jake's phrase. I felt a little. You should have said pregnant with pre- potential. But I can't go that low. Yeah, there we go. Pregnant <laughs> with potential? Here would be my question. Yeah. Why? Why? Like, I-5 City is a phenomenal ministry. Yeah. Impacting thousands of people, feeding hundreds of people on yeah. a weekly basis. Like, why in the world would you mess with that uh-huh. at all? Well, I think 
in our vision statement kind of things that we've said years for years that we're not a church that does outreach, right? We're an outreach powered by a church. Yeah, yeah. And we crushed outreach. It's been phenomenal. But then there's this church called Destiny Church that's mm-hmm. absolutely crushing church. Wow. Wow. The systems and the people, the discipleship. Mm-hmm. And I think like God's idea was, what if these two churches came together and we'd actually fulfill our vision? We'd be an outreach powered by an amazing church. Wow. So now we're just yeah. one amazing church. That is, that's unbelievable. I think, man, there, there's so many different things in my mind that just makes this God, yeah. makes it the right decision. One thought, which for me is enough, period, yeah. is God says that he blesses unity. Wow. That he said, when, when people are together, when my brethren are together in unity, yeah. he says he commands, commands a blessing there. I-5 City is outrageously blessed. Yeah. Destiny Church is outrageously blessed. And that's without the commanded like unity blessing yeah. that comes. If God's done this much between us individually, imagine how he's going to accelerate it and just grow it exponentially just by the fact that, as you always say, we're laying down logos and egos and picking up the cross and the kingdom of God. For me, just our greatest impact is going to happen together and not separate. But it's not perfect. We have weaknesses. We have areas that we're building up. And I think what blows my mind as we begin to pray about this and talk about this, the areas of growth for Destiny Church are areas of strength for I-5 Come on. And as I'm looking at, honestly, this is just my heart. This accelerates the move of God at least five years. Yes. Because in the areas where we're weak, for us to be able to build that up naturally, it would take us about five years to be strong in those areas. Absolutely. As opposed to bringing this together and it's like, Boom. There it Strengths, is. meet weaknesses, and become strengths together. So I I'm think just... that's what's key is that like we recognize what we're not. Yeah. And I think, as you said, like many people, when they, they come to the church, like, oh, this church is amazing. This church is amazing. We know what we're not good at. And when you and I and Irene and, and Zai sat down and talked about this, yeah. I remember the first conversation. We just sat down and says, oh, we are that. And you're like, here's what I, I'm like, oh, we are that. Yeah, it was yeah. like vice versa. And it was amazing. Well, that's what unity is, right? Speaking of sacrifice. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this is exciting. This is amazing. Yeah. This, this is going to change the world. Thousands of people come to Christ. But this is major sacrifice on your side. Yeah. This is major sacrifice on our side Absolutely. for our wives, for our leaders, we, we know why it makes sense for the church, but as the Rollins, yeah. like, why would, wow, what are you doing? For us, it was tough. We're going to give up I-5 name. I love our name. Yeah. yeah. I-5, impact the world in these five things, right? And, and I love our colors, our red, and I love the conversation that you and I had mm. day one. Non-negotiables. Yeah. We both have to sacrifice what's going to be hardest. Yeah, yeah. And what was hardest for us, Rollins, is, is was like the name. Yeah, yeah. Right? Like we're in charge or we're the senior pastors or we're da-da-da-da. And we just, both of us came to the tables. Here's what we're going to give up. Yeah, yeah. And I think because we started with that, like we're going to end with multiplication. Yeah. Yeah, which is amazing. I think, and I don't want to speak for anybody, I think for Destiny Church, probably one of the biggest blows are, wait, we're not Destiny anymore? (laughs) Yeah. Like, I've prayed over destiny, I've, I've given to destiny, I've fasted for destiny. Like, what in the world? And I think this may sound a little yeah. kind of to the point, 
but destiny is the name under which the kingdom of God was expanding for a season. It's good. But we never really gave just to destiny or fasted just for destiny or believed in just destiny. Yeah. It was the kingdom of God. That's it. That we were looking to move forward. And, and really, you know, we say things, but sometimes we don't really yeah. believe it. It's hard to live it out. There is one kingdom. One kingdom. There's only one kingdom. And there's only one king. And everything under that is subsidiaries yes. that can change and transition as seasons go. And I think for me, as I'm thinking, hey, there's going to be no more name Destiny Church. Mm-hmm. And it just struck me, but that's not what we were building in the first place. That's right. We were always building and we always will be building yeah. the kingdom of God. You, you kind of mentioned it that uh, you and Pastor Irene... You, changing the name and not going to be lead pastors and all that other good stuff. Wait, yeah. what in the world are you talking about? Are we co-pastoring union? <laughs> like, what, what is this? What is it going to look like? Well, here's the amazing thing, hmm. right? As we've talked, as we, you and I have been talking about church for a long time, long time, 10 years, Yeah, right? And we always talk about, hey, you guys are doing this. We're doing this. How can we do that? Like, back and forth. Yeah. What we know hmm. is in the beginning of 2020, before the pandemic, yeah. God specifically gave us a personal word. Mm. We didn't know what it was all about. Yeah. But he said this, when Peter preached the message in Acts 2, you know, after the Holy Spirit, he said, young men will have visions and old men will dream dreams. Mm. And I was like, wow, what does that mean? Like, yeah. I never under, really understood that. And what I honestly felt like is not age graduation, but God was having us to kind of take a new role, yeah. not at church, but just in the kingdom yeah. of helping pastors. And we do a lot of work outside of I-5 Church. Our church knows that, the apostolic call on our lives. Mm. And so for us, it wasn't an option of who was going to pastor this church as a senior pastor. Mm. That's all you, bro. Mm. That's all you and Zai. And we are excited to come alongside and serve the vision of a union, yeah. but what this also enables us to do is to serve the vision of other churches, yeah. other houses as apostolic pastors. Yeah. And what that really means, what, what, what apostles did is they traveled and they helped churches and they wrote letters. I mean, you look at Paul's life, that's what we feel God's calling us to do. You know what God's called you uh, as an apostle, as a prophet, and that that senior pastor role is... While you can do it, it's just not your blessing, yeah. your sweet spot Correct. or whatever. Maybe talk a little bit about what brought you to that place, the yeah. exhaustion and all that other good stuff. I think in September uh, 2020, we all know the pandemic year is just awful. Goodness. But really what it did is it drove me to my knees to seek God of what he's doing in this season. Yeah. And this is like... I am prophetic. I can't like deny that, right? I, I, I'm just a worship. So it drove me to a place where I needed to take time away. And I took 37 days off to hear from God. Yeah. And you called me at the beginning of that 37 days as a friend. Yeah. And you just said, hey, man, I've seen you stressed out. I, you know, I see you struggling. Is there anything I can do you know, to kind of serve in the season? Is there anything I can do while you're gone for your church? And I was like, hmm. And then you said something like, well, maybe... Just, we were both kind of joking around. We just need to do this thing together. Yeah. And then 37 days, I was sitting in a counseling session in, in, uh, in uh, Colorado, and the, the guy we were doing this session on soul care, and he said this. He said, so what would you do if other people's opinions wasn't an option? Man. If you didn't have to think about it. What would you do if you didn't know that anyone else 
was doing on Instagram or because I wasn't on Instagram for a month. And I, I began to hear God talk, feel transition. So I woke up one night in the middle of the night, three o'clock in the morning, and I saw your picture on Instagram. And honestly, I started to feel like, man, they are killing it. They're doing this. They're doing that. I want to be able to do that. And God said, you can. Mm. And I said, what do you mean? He said, you need to come alongside and serve the vision that Zai and Stephen have for their church and for the kingdom. And I said, God, I don't know what that means. And he says, I'm going to show you over time. And so I, I, I heard from God and, and I was away. Me and Irene didn't even talk about it mm. because, you know, I can sell ice to Eskimos, right? That's the, that's the evangelistic or the manipulator, whatever. Oh, whatever. That. <laughs> and, and, uh, and so when I was away, I mentioned it to her uh, while I was away and I came back and it was 1108 at night. I don't remember what day it was. Mm. And she got up off the couch at night or thought she was going to bed. And she says, yeah, I feel like this is God. Mm. And I said, wow. And I called you the next day. Wow. And we had lunch or dinner. We had dinner yeah, yeah, yeah. that turned into four hours. The next day we had lunch, turned into another four hours. Yeah. And we just saw the hand of God move. This is a vision yeah. from God. Hmm. This is not a good idea. This is a God idea. Yeah. This is not a plan on earth. This is a prophetic move in heaven. Yeah. And guess what? We don't get an opinion. God doesn't Ouch. want our opinion. He wants our obedience. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what I'm excited about. There is such a apostolic, for those that aren't super churchy, yeah. what does that mean? Just a national authority and covering anointing on you and on Pastor Irene's life. It's, it's evident yeah. to people who are spiritual and people who are not. Even as you were talking, and I just feel the presence of the Holy Spirit. And I'll try to keep it quick. God gave me the vision for Destiny Church. I was driving uh, from Maryland to Louisiana to drop my brother off at Bible College. Long story short, I feel like God said, here's what I want you to make Destiny Church about. Not about gathering people to fulfill your vision. Yeah but creating a place where you're empowering people to fulfill their vision or to live out their destiny. Amazing. And he said, Stephen, if you make your life about helping other people fulfill their destiny, you'll build something greater than you could ever do if you made it all about yourself. And as we are talking about this uh, union church, you and Pastor Irene being apostolic pastors and me and Pastor Desai being the senior pastors, you know, honestly, there's that question of, why would you take on somebody else's vision yeah. and, and would steward somebody else's vision instead of just build yeah. your own thing? And I think what people don't realize, the call of God on my life yeah. is to help other people fulfill the call of God on their life. And I'm excited to lead this church to help people in our church That's build amazing. great marriages, great families, finances, spiritually. But I'm also excited to get behind you and Pastor Come Irene on. and help you guys fulfill the apostolic covering that God has for you, the calling and the impact on your lives. So for me, it's not just a, you're leading the church, but it's also, man, I get to get behind somebody else's vision locally and nationally and help them accomplish it. And I don't, I don't know if people realize this and you, you can't, if it's not your calling, like that wakes me up in the morning. Come on. Like I get excited, you know, we're, we're in the same deal. 
we're not just building FF City or Destiny Church or now Union Church. We're on the phone with pastors all around the nation Absolutely. saying, hey, here's what we did. Here's how you avoid. Yeah. I don't know. Here's who you call. We just love building people's vision. And this is just that at just a more intimate level. Man, I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm, you know what? Another thing I'm just really excited about, uh-uh. like a lot of stuff was hard. I'm excited that my kids can just call me dad. Mm. That my kids can just call Irene mom, not yeah. pastor. We don't have to kind of, you know, um, finagle that or kind of, you know, work those crazy nuances. Yeah. Like Irene and I trust you and Zai to pastor our children. Mm. Not just that, not just our biological children, yeah. but also our spiritual children at our church. Mm. You guys are good soil. Yeah. You guys are amazing ground. Yeah. And here's what I believe. Like, Everything in the body of Christ is glory to glory. Yeah. It's going to be even better yeah. than it's been. You know, as you said that, think about Maya and Kayla and Jaden and love them, known them for years. And I think it's just becoming even closer. Zoe and Roman yeah, right? were hanging out with them. <laughs> and Jaden was teaching Roman how to play <laughs> soccer. And I'm just like, man, I'm thinking about when I was that age. Yeah. If I had somebody to look up to like that, I just absolutely love that. But even as you said, you know, you trust us to pastor your children. Um, even as we pastor your children, they will always be your children. Yes. They will never be our children. Yeah. We're well, sometimes. Pa- Depends on their behavior. <laughs> Depends like, on how to act. No, you got it. <laughs> But I, I think about that even, you know, with even in the church, um, you know, the church may feel like, okay, we have a new senior pastor. Does that mean we have new spiritual parents? Yeah. Are, are, are we orphans or yeah. whatever it may be? And no, the yeah. person who birthed you into the faith is the person that has birthed you into the faith. Absolutely. And there's no need um, to disavow Correct. from the person that That's has birthed good, you man. into the faith. That's so good. I love what Paul said. He said, I know that so many people have had an impact on your life. He said, here's what I'm asking, that you would make some room in your heart for my ministry. And that's really what me and Zai are asking of all the new people that we're pastoring. No, honor Pastor Jimmy, honor Pastor Irene. They will be here. You'll see them. We love them. We will honor them. We're excited for their impact. Hold their place in your heart. We're just asking that you'd make just a little bit of room for us to get that baton and to run this next season, this yeah. next leg with us. That's amazing. So. I think what's so amazing about this transition is that the areas where Destiny Church has potential for growth uh, is I-5 strength. I can't even say strength. Like, y'all dominate. Crazy. <laughs> and vice versa. I'll be honest with you. I'm most excited to get the outreach and the serve that you guys have been doing for a decade under the same roof to be be able to impact. And we we're strong at building a person's spiritual life and, 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 and their faith and their commitment to God. You guys are strong at flipping a city upside down for the glory of God and feeding people and clothing them. And what I call it is removing the barriers that keep people from seeing Jesus. If your stomach is empty, you can't see Jesus. If you have nowhere to live or whatever it may be. And I think I'm excited 
for the two of those things to come together. And I don't know if I'm leaking stuff. I don't know if I'm allowed to leak <laughs> stuff. But literally, the first thing we are going to do as a unified church I'm is excited. a citywide outreach event the week before Easter. And when I heard that, I'm just like, this is why we're this doing this. Because the strengths of both churches yeah. are being accentuated to have an impact. And here's the thing. It may be awkward and uncomfortable for you at times, awkward and comfortable for me at times. And even for our church members, they're going to be like, ah, I like it the old way. And we're all going to have those feelings at yeah. time. But the reality is tens of thousands of people in Maryland, Come on. D.C., Virginia, oh, can I leak some vision? Go ahead, go ahead. In Philly, in Delaware, Let's go. Let's go. lives Union are going nationwide. to be transformed <laughs> yeah. because of the strength of two churches yeah. and the favor of God, which is just... Yeah. If we get our hands and our feet serving the vision yeah. of what God's called us to do through union, yeah. then we get our minds and our frustrations out of the vision. Yeah. God is going to do amazing things. Yeah. Give me your first kind of thought or response when you heard just this idea of <laughs> union and coming together mm -hmm. and all that other good stuff. Because that, I mean, me and, you know, Jimmy talked, but yeah, we kind of crazy. So <laughs> when wisdom came, what were what y'all thought? Well, well, when I thought of the idea of us coming together, honestly, I just saw pieces coming together, strength into strength. I saw um, our strengths being your weaknesses and your weaknesses being our strengths and it kind of just fitting. And, uh, you know, you guys kind of talked about it a little bit earlier, just feeling like the church is getting the best of fivefold ministry. I was not as shocked and appalled as I would normally be. <laughs> you have to understand I'm married to this man and he has a million and one ideas yeah. a day. Right. And he is going to get after it. Like, he's going to squeeze all of life out. And so mm -hmm. I'm used to not get rich quick of schemes, nothing like that. But I'm just used to these grand ideas. And I'm a little bit more um, slow in adapting to change. I like change. I um, change furniture in my house. Yeah. But change like this is huge. And I was surprised that um, when he said it, I'm like, that doesn't sound like a bad idea. And I hate to say for all the wives out there, sometimes I'm a little bit more hesitant like in the beginning, but this time there was just unusual peace that came in. So I'm like, wait a minute, this might be God if I'm feeling automatic peace in the beginning of mm -hmm. it as opposed to the caution and the fright yeah. that normally plagues whatever great idea Stephen comes with. What I felt in that moment, which was grief. Hmm. The, the, it's like it hit me and the kids immediately. We were like, oh, but what about I-5? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. what about this vision? It was like it hit us all at the same moment. But then we leaned into that. Mm. And w so as a family, we have this thing where we just, we're going to feel our emotions. We're going to talk about them and we're going to process. So we wow. started. It took us months. We had, um, you know denial like is this really happening yeah like do i really want this to happen was that gas you know was that <laughs> gas you know <laughs> to um <laughs> to you know what no i don't wanna you know like those tantrum yeah. moments it's like god i know i hear you calling and saying to do this but i don't wanna it's gonna be hard it's gonna hurt at times 
you know, there, there's stuff we had to grieve, like, you know, the name of I-5 and letting go of that. But as we yeah. cried about it, then let go of it, we found peace. That's good. And uh, now it's like all we can think about is we are union. I-5 has been so amazing for me and Destiny has been so amazing for me and my family. So what would you say to people that say, but this is so personal. I feel like y'all made the decision. Now I have to be left with it. You can, know? Can, can I preach this for a second? Uh, yeah, preach, ahead, preach, preach. I-5 planted a seed, uh -huh. Destiny Church watered, but it was always God who brought the in. Come on. And I think sometimes so we confuse the tool that God used uh -huh. for the hand of God. Right. Wow. Destiny Church has been a tool. Ooh. Wow. I-5 City has been a tool. Ooh. Union will be a tool. You better yeah. preach. But it always has been, and mm -hmm. it always will be God. So to Destiny Church, hear me. Destiny Church never transformed your life. God, God transformed oh my your God. life. That's he good, just David. used Destiny Church to, to do, do it. it. And the same thing for every wow. other church. We're tools. So good. We're Amazing. tools. So good. Don't get committed to the tool. Mm -hmm. Get committed to the hand that's been using that tool, which always has been God. I realize, I think for me, the fear with I don't want things to change. I think some people are going to hear that I don't want things to change. I don't know what change looks like. And I think that's very, that's, that's natural. That's part of the grieving process. Yeah. But it's selfish. Yeah. Ouch. Mm. It's absolutely downright yeah. selfish mm -hmm. to keep this cure, yeah. to keep this thing to yourself. If your life has been transformed at any of these churches, then it's selfish to keep it to yourself. Wow. There's still Agreed. so many people out there Preach. who do not know the mm -hmm. hope that we know. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And if you're, you could have been saved for just five days or five minutes, there's someone else out there that's contemplating suicide mm. right now this very minute wow. because they don't have the hope that we have yeah. and I think just knowing that together we can impact so many people it's selfish mm. to not want that for other people and so I think when it gets uneasy when it gets a little confusing that's one thing that just grounds me like it's not about me anymore yeah. it was personal for a little bit but I'm maturing, I'm growing, so it is now about we, and it's about the others out in the DMV. I think I'm writing, everybody. Oh, there you go. She's I'm writing, the old poet is coming ahead. back. Let's go, you're flowing. <laughs> Who just don't know Jesus, yeah. and we owe it to them. What? There are going to be four world-class Preachers. Come on. <laughs> Union is about to be I a don't wait. miss Sunday. Right? There is not Every a Sunday that. to take off. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's looking like... Fun. Do you even have WWF anymore? I don't Come even on. know what wrestling is called right now. But a tag team, a tag team. Every week is going to be body slams everywhere. I'm pumped. So I can't wait. I, I think, and I'm joking, then I'll bring it back to vision. I've told Destiny Church, if you ever see Steven running, call the police because someone's chasing him. I'll wow. work out, I'll run 5Ks, anything like that. I mean, which hopefully has, you can change that. <laughs> yes. Which has nothing to do with anything. But High Five City Elite, the athletic program, is world class. And I'm excited. Like, what does that look like at Union? High Five Elite will continue. Yeah. Um, Union Athletics Come on now. will take on uh, a new name. 
And with that, I believe with the churches coming together, we're going to have more opportunities for more coaches to yeah. get involved. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. I have already been talking to people at Destiny about their interest in serving with it and helping us make yeah. life change there. Yeah. I love the fact that uh, we're going to be able to impact Howard County to yeah. a greater degree and make uh, our athletics program more prominent in another county. Yeah. Um, and even as we expand to other campuses, bringing it to other counties. Come on now. And uh, so we're, right now, I-5 Elite has a name nationally. And we have students and athletes in uh, college on full-ride scholarships that went to private school um, that was paid for Come on scholarship on. as well. We're all about the academics, the athlete, and their spiritual walk and integrity. And mm. just to have uh, union athletics both churches coming together. I just feel like we're going to be able to get yeah. grow further, faster. Whether it's through um, union athletics, whether it's through outreach, like people are going to come alive mm. yeah. for mm. the first time. This thing went to another level when the wives and came. I'm just like, what? what? Is this? I ain't got favor right now. It did bring the favor. I mean, actually, it did. had a piece yeah. that this is God, you know, since we've been talking for the last few months, as have I and our wives, I think one of the additional things, or really a major piece that has brought that piece, yeah. is that every single godly counsel that we've brought in, when we brought it to them, there was just a, this is God. Yeah. I think we're both art churches, and when we brought it to Pastor Dino, like, <laughs> I, I I don't know if I told you this. Uh, I called Pastor Dino before I called you. Yeah. For like permission. <laughs> like, am I allowed to bring this uh, up? And he's like, well, first thing he said was, what did your wife say? <laughs> and the second thing is like, man, this is, this is, it's like God. That's all. Awesome. And brought it to Pastor Chris and just the men and wow. some women of God that we honor. Godly counsel. <laughs> but nobody's approval or yes means more. Um, then our fathers, our, the, the founders of our churches yeah. and um, our first pastors, which we're just grateful for. Um, so to have you guys sitting here wow. and it's just, I'm jumping ahead, but this is what just caught my attention. So you founded Living Waters in 94, 26 years ago. Yes. You founded New Life uh, in 97, so. which is 23 years ago, and people will catch up, but Living Waters is now I-5 City, right. and New Life is now Destiny Church. It's crazy. So sitting in this circle is 49 years wow. of ministry and impact in this Maryland area. I mean, five decades crazy. of lives it's God's faithfulness, yes. Yeah. Unbelievable. I, we felt that God has always, had always favored us and that God had always opened doors for us that was beyond, that we couldn't open. And so I was concerned when he first talked to me about that, the favor that was on us would transfer. Mm -hmm. And so I wanted to make sure that that would transfer and that would go on because we're carriers of this favor. Yeah. And God says, deposit it here, deposit it there and everything. Yeah. And so I was so, when Jimmy told me, I had no check, I mm -hmm. had no doubt that this was God, that, yeah, God, had, that, that yeah. God was doing this, yeah. and that after now having watched him minister for years, yeah. that favor carried over. Then I watched Stephen, 
Yes. Five, the favor has, is on their ministry. Absolutely. And to see the spirit of those two things come together, yeah. I just think that we're in for something yeah. that's, that, yeah. that's, that's just stupendous in terms of what that the kingdom yeah. is about to be shaken. That's right. Right. No, and God is about to be elevated just because of his favor that has transferred and went from generation to generation. Wonderful. Amazing. It would be an abomination before God if after seeing what God has done with destiny for me to go back to that graveyard where I was before to doubt and fear that this transition would not be 10 times better. Mm. Wow. And from my mindset, I just can't wait to see the end result. You see, I've been there. and I transitioned before from one church, three different churches. So I know that this will just, just blow up yeah. the kingdom. My dad, y'all could just switch seats and my dad would be saying same the story. same thing. And even as a pastor, I thought about the people in the congregation. Every time there's a change, there is something that goes through them and they have to be settled in and everything. And here's the thing that I, I, I want to encourage the people that, that are watching this, that are in Union, that are in Destiny and I-5. Stay the course. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. Stay the course. Mm -hmm. One of the pains of our first transition was there were people that came but also were people that left. Mm -hmm. And so I have run into so many people that have left, that want to come back, mm -hmm. but can't come back because of a decision that they said over themselves mm. Wow. and mm. all. And so <laughs> this is the thing that I want you to understand is that mm -hmm. we, Ron and I, trust God with this transition. Yeah. And, and yeah. trust God with the new senior pastor. Mm -hmm. And trust God with the apostle and the mm -hmm. one that's going to travel and all. Yeah. And so the whole thing is, I want the people to stay the course mm -hmm. and to understand and to see what God's done. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. This is the whole thing. There are things ahead of us that we can't see can't now, see. Yeah. but I know that they are great and mighty in the kingdom. That's right. So when you pass the baton, there is a space that you have to pass the baton oh, in. You better preach. And then, so if you don't pass the baton in that particular space, mm -hmm. you are disqualified. Yes for the rest of the race. Yeah. So any pastor that's transitioning something, you have to know the time and the peace, the season yeah. that God wants for that transfer to be done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so there is a way because the person you transfer to it, it to cannot start running when you get up on him. Mm -hmm. He's got to start running 10 yards before you get to where he is. <laughs> yeah in order for this yeah. baton to be handed off properly yeah. in order so that mm -hmm. the race was going to be won. Yeah. I, just like the transfer from Living Waters to I-5, I believe this transition to Union will break down barriers that have stood as mm -hmm. strongholds over this area for years. Mm -hmm. And I believe that you guys have the anointing that if you keep pounding, 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 you're going down. to see the walls come down and everything. Wow. And then the, what we've got to do is also, everything God did that, that shook everything, there was a noise made. Mm -hmm. so even when they yeah. walked around Jericho, there was a noise made. Wow. And so you have to understand that not only did the noise came out of, the noise came out of 
because they were in union. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Wow. Oh, that's powerful. Yes. yes. Came out because of that. Yeah. And so because they were in union, you've been making a sound, Jimmy's been making a sound. Yeah. But your pitches needed to come together. Yeah. And so when you make the sound together, yeah. uh, it's going to it's gonna reach a crescendo That's that walls yeah. and the things are yeah. going to tremble and fall yeah. that's been blocking churches and blocking God's anointing yeah. and blocking the kingdom of God that's Come being on. built in this area. They're going to be torn down. Oh, yeah. so, good. so make keep making a noise. Yeah. Yeah. Keep a, a pitch that, 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 that breaks yokes. Come on. Wow. That, that says that God is now here and everything is going to be. So yeah. I'm excited to be a part, and we are. Come on. You. Woo! We are union. Come on now. That's not a good place. Y'all 50-50. That's not a bad place to give God glory. God, we bless you. God, we thank you. Go ahead and grab your seat. Just in case you missed all of that, on April 4th, 2021, in three weeks, I-5 City and Destiny Church will be one church called Union Church. One church in three different locations, over 5,000 people spread all over the DMV. Look what the Lord has done. I can only imagine there's people watching online and you're in Texas or California. Maybe you're sitting in this room right now like, oh, that's great for the church, but uh, what's that got to do with me? Well, here's the thing that's so important to understand. You don't just go to church, but you should be planted in a church. And if you think about just normal plants, whatever's in the soil gets in the plant. And you got to understand the fact that I go to a church that God is just moving supernaturally in, it means it's only a matter of time before there's a supernatural shift in my life. What God is doing in the church, he's getting ready to do it in my business, in my marriage, in my finances, in my relationship. I, I wish I had that T.D. Jakes anointing. Get ready, get ready, get ready, get ready. I'm serious. Get ready. God is getting ready to do something supernatural in your life. I know for so many people, they're just like, okay, we're not Destiny Church anymore. We're Union Church. I don't know what that means. What do I expect? I just want to reassure you, to let you know what you've loved about Destiny Church, you will love about Union Church. There's actually three things that we're committing to you as a church. The first thing is this, that God's presence will always be our pursuit. That it doesn't matter what name or logo is on the wall. We are going to be a house that goes after God with all that we have, expecting him to move supernaturally in our midst. This is going to be a place where uniting people with purpose will always be our mission. We say it this way. We don't exist just for the people that are in the room, but we exist for people that are home sleep right now and have no clue that God has a purpose and a plan and a destiny for their life. We will always be thinking about the people outside of here, not just the people inside of here. Matter of fact, we were so intentional about that. The first event as Union Church, and mark your calendar, is taking place on March 27th. We are having a citywide outreach in partnership with the Baltimore Ravens. So we're going to be at Raven Stadium on March 27th feeding 1,500 families 
over 400,000 pounds of fresh produce. Because here's what we want people to know, that we are about serving this community and being the hands and the feet of Jesus. The third thing, we will always be committed to leading you into the fullness of what God has for you. You got to understand, it doesn't matter how large the church gets, you will not be forgotten. We exist not just to lead you to Christ, but to push you. Yeah, that sounds a little violent. Yeah, we get a little violent. Just push you towards all the potential that God has placed inside of you and seeing you maximize what God has placed in your life. Is that cool? Now, you guys can have expectations of us, but as your pastor, I'm not going to lie to you. I got some expectations of y'all. Y'all want to hear them? Doesn't matter. You're going to hear them anyway. Here's my first expectation is that we would love intentionally. That we would go. American church has gotten a little out of whack. Where right now it's all about what does it do for me? How much do I like it? How much am I affected? How much am I inspired? Which, hear me, is completely contradictory to Scripture. The Bible says if you try to hold on to your life, you'll end up losing it. But if you're willing to lose your life for Christ's sake, that's when you actually gain it. A selfish life is an empty life. But a life where you decide, hey, it's not just about me. How can I find somebody else to be a blessing to, to bring hope and freedom? That's when you're going to see your life expand. So here's what I'm asking. Don't just come to church and try to be the first to your car and out the door. But find other people that you can encourage, that you can mentor, that you can pray for, that you can invest in. And as you get your eyes just off of your problems but on somebody else's problems, watch God take care of yours. The second thing I'm asking is that you would give sacrificially. Destiny Church has been one of the most generous churches I've ever encountered. I'm asking that you would continue that to give financially, to give of your time, of your treasure. Uh-oh, that you would join a dream team at one of our three locations and 1,500 services, and that you would park cars and love on babies and Destiny kids and be a part of production. Don't just come to church, be the church. And then the last thing is this, that we would run passionately. I don't know if you know who your pastor is, but uh, before my Instagram was Stephen R. Chandler, it was World Takeover. And they said, that sounds a little crazy, Pastor. You got to take that down. That's not politically correct. So I took down World Takeover and I put up Stephen R. Chandler. But hear me, I still is World Takeover. Our goal is that it is difficult to go to hell in the DMV because the hope of Jesus is being shouted from every single mountaintop in every doctor's office in every courthouse. And here's what I'm asking, that you wouldn't sit on the bench, but that you would get in the game, that you would lean in. You would say, God, here am I. Use me. Whenever there's change, people are kind of like, I don't know what it's going to look like. I'm going to go see here in the sideline. I'm going to wait to see how it turns out. Don't do that. Don't wait to turn, see how it turns out. It's going to be good. Just trust me. And if you don't leave in, we're going to do it without you. Don't let God do something great in your city without you. Lean in and say, God, I want to be a part of whatever you're doing in this region. Amen. Hey, can I pray for you? Father God, we're grateful, we're thankful for this opportunity. God, how would you trust us? God, with all that's going on. God, we don't understand it, but God, we're grateful. Hey, right where you are, whether you're in Baltimore at home or in this room, can you pray this prayer with me? Say, Holy Spirit, what are you saying to me? Just give God a moment to make this time personal to you. 
One of the things that I'm hoping that God is saying to you is raise your expectations. I'm getting ready to do something in your life that no eye has seen, no ear has heard, no mind can conceive. Another thing I believe that God is saying to so many of us is, hey, where am I in your life? You know, we can't go and give a city the hope that we found in Jesus if we've never found hope in Jesus ourselves. Maybe you're in Baltimore, maybe you're in Columbia online, and if you'd be honest, this is your first time in an atmosphere like this, and you can't really say that you have hope and excitement in all that God is doing in your life. Or maybe you've been in church for a while, and church has just kind of become religious and rules following, but there's not a passion burning in your heart for God. I'm telling you, that's where God wants you. If you're saying, Pastor, I don't know about that passion for God you're talking about, but I want that to be my story. I want his hope in my life. If that's you, I'd love to lead you in a prayer of just letting God know I give you access to all I am. If that's you, can you pray this prayer with me? Say, Father God, thank you. Thank you for seeing me. Thank you for caring about my future. Thank you for sending your son to die on a cross so that all of my sin, all of my mistakes can be erased. Today I surrender. I give you my life. Be my Lord. Be my Savior. And use me to change the world. In Jesus' name, amen and amen and amen. Come on. Can you celebrate for every single person that just made the greatest Thanks again for tuning into this week's message. If you want to learn more about our church, check us out at www.yourdestiny.church. Meet our leadership team, find a way to connect with our church, and partner with us through giving. You can also connect with us on social media by visiting our Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram pages. Tune in next week for another message from our pastor, Stephen Chandler.